from Television City in Hollywood. Welcome to part two of our 2019 Holiday Shit Fest of the Keep It To Yourself podcast. My name, of course, as always, is Jason Bullitt. And we'll spare you the formalities and all the bells and whistles because we got to get right to part two. We got so much to talk about as we're into the New Year's portion of our Holiday Shit Fest. We hope you enjoyed the Christmas portion where we talked about Santa Claus gone bad. And I'm here to announce that Adam Parada is back on the show. And for the first time in two years, Joe Bruno will be joining us as well. So we got a three-man weave going as we wrap up the 2010s. Before we get to this part of the audio shit fest, also the Wonder Dog passes on his greetings for a happy, healthy, and prosperous 2020. I certainly hope it's a great new year for you and yours. I'll have some reflections to share in this year and some tributes to those who passed away over the course of the show. But let's get to my social media plugs quickly. I deleted my civilian Twitter account, believe it or not. But the Keep to Yourself podcast Twitter feed is still up at Keep underscore podcast. Instagram, Jason underscore 51838. Keep it to yourself. Facebook page is available. You can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars. Good write-up. You can also listen on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or wherever you can get your podcasts free of charge. I hope everybody has safe and happy holidays. Thank you, Anne-Marie Guglielmo, and a happy new year to you, too. I'm going to give you my reflections of the past decade, not just 2019. I've done that already when I ended part one of the audio shit fest. So this is more of a stripped down, less so a shit fest. And I'm just going to give you my thoughts quickly of the last decade. I'm not going to take a very comprehensive approach to things. But I do want to reflect the last 10 years, 2010 to 2019, as it happened through my eyes. I started this decade living at home in Saratoga with my parents, my mom and my dad. My mom, unfortunately, as you already know, passed away. For those of you who are new to the podcast coming from Anchor, let me give you the behind the music on that whole deal. My mom passed away from cancer at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, Massachusetts on the 30th of March, 2017. This was a decade that saw her develop stage 1 leukemia and lymphoma, get treatment, almost die in Saratoga, resume chemotherapy, and everything was looking good. She was nearing three years as a cancer survivor, and we were all the happier for it. But then things took a turn early 2017. She was in and out of the hospital. The blow finally fell on St. Patrick's Day 2017 when she passed out, fell out of bed. Dad took her to the hospital and then it wound up that she got transferred to Brigham Women's Hospital in Boston. And I remember my sister, myself, and two of my uncles went to visit dad and mom while dad was crying over the potential death of his wife of almost 50 years, 2020. This would have been the 50th wedding anniversary for my parents, but it was not to be. I visited mom the day before she died, and about 9 o'clock on the evening of March 30th, 2017, my dad called and 
and he relayed to me that mom had passed. And her death was the impetus for this podcast. I can't listen to those early episodes because I'm going, uh, er, uh, it's just a hard listen. I've really improved in the last two years. I stopped doing it. Even though I do, uh, whenever I do an interview in a live place with one of my friends, that's been difficult to overcome. At least I get it out of the way. I really changed the person in the 2010s. I was 27 years old as this decade began. I still had a good deal of my life ahead of me. I had less miles now, or less miles then than I did now. A little less wear on the tires, if you will. Everything was looking good, and then you know, my mom passed away, and like the ravages of time and aging took their hold. Sometime before mom passed away, I was starting to have problems with blood pressure, and two years later, I wound up getting hypertension. I've improved with exercise. There are a couple of times this year where I went and did yoga. And that felt good. So trying to expand my physical fitness repertoire. But the big thing for me is food. You know, I'm 37 years old now. And I got to give a shit about what I'm putting in my body. Be it food, drink, whatever. I don't booze it up as I used to back in, when this decade began. Though I still go out with friends and I enjoy having a good time. And these older friends of mine from college, from high school, they have different priorities now. They've settled down. They're raising families, starting families, raising kids. They got their careers. Though they have been able to make time for me, and I truly appreciate that even at my age. Also, the world around me has changed. And many would say in the latter half of this decade, not for the better. You know what's going on. You don't need me to tell you. I've seen stuff happen to my friends. So friends of mine are losing their parents too. So it's not just me. And I can only, with what I went through, I can only extend a consoling hand and says, you know what? I can relate. Those of us on the autism spectrum, it said, have issues with empathy, that we really don't relate to what's going on with others in our circle in the outside world. Death, unfortunately, is one of those things that we can relate to. And I have for going on three years now. I've also become keenly aware of mental health and the struggles that not only I face, but also my friends. Well, Frank Sicari, very dear friend of mine, co-proprietor of Franklin Alley Social Club and Talk House down in Troy. More on those later. He's had some stuff going on here. In fact, he was taking less time away trying to find work-life balance. And maybe he said about trying to get into therapy. Maybe he had some issues going on where he needs to talk to somebody and I... Uh, me being the good friend and close buddy that he that I am, I just texted, hey man, you, you got your FASC family, you've got your wife, Heidi, you've got me, you've got others in the circle, mutual friends of ours. You can t- you got your family too. You can talk to them if you're feeling down. And my dad said the same thing. Uh, interesting side story. Uh, last Tuesday, I'm recording this on Sunday, the 29th of December, the last Sunday of the 2010s and the year 2019. When I came home from an early quit due to uh, all the work we did on Christmas Eve, you know, people want to get back to their families in time for the holiday and have those festivities. I came back and there was a second postcard. And then I had explained to my dad about this podcast called Suicide Buddies. And I unfortunately and foolhardishly, if there ever was such a word, foolhardishly? Hello. Happy New Year, old Clark. 
foolhardily. I think that's a word too, last I checked. Anyway, I, for some dumb reason, not to use $10 words. I'm running here, folks. I know. Get to the point, Jay. All right. I'm getting to it. Be patient. Anyway, some time ago, I dumbly and with no reason of forethought put my name on this group of the Suicide Buddies Notes document. They say, hey, if you want to send your postcards, give you encouraging messages, say, hey, glad you're alive. You know, I'm glad you're fighting through this. I put my home address on there. I originally DM'd it, but the most effective way was to put it on the Facebook wall. Looking back on it, hindsight being, I'm not, the, if you'll pardon the pun, 2020, not a good idea. The first one passed without incident. The second one was what really got Dad's attention. At his advanced age, Dad's like the keen goalie. You can't really get anything past him. I snuck one past the goalie, but I tried going for the net again, and guess what? He was there before I could put the biscuit in the basket, as it were. So that day, I wound up taking my address off. Like, hey, guys, thanks for the gesture. I really appreciate it, but I'm out, the, I'm out of the game, as it were. I'm still not in the game of life. Okay, that was a bad pun. All right, forgive me. Bottom line is, my address is no longer listed. Please don't send me any postcards or anything. We can, you can DM me if you want. But that's about it, really. That's the long and the short of it. My family, but the rest of my family said, you know, my sister primarily, when I was at her house for dinner with lasagna Christmas Eve, decided, you know what? You can talk to us if you have to. And Dad said the same thing. My dad's concerned that the time he's spending with Nancy, that, that's my dad's companion, by the way, would have an effect on yours truly. Quite the opposite. I enjoy it when it's nice and quiet in the house. It can be disconcerting at times, but overall, I enjoy the quiet. I really do. Sure, there's times when Otis the Wonder Dog really gets on my nerves. In fact, last night, he wound up booting me out of bed in the wee hours. So there's that. I go sleep in the master bedroom, finish off the morning, at least try and fall back asleep. The night before... No such trouble you'll be glad to report. You'll be glad to know, and I'm happy to report. Continuing on with the world around me, that's the washing machine here in the background doing laundry. Forgive me for that. Anyway, a little ambient noise. All right, back to the topic at hand. The world around me changed too. Downtown Troy, for example, I've been going there a lot in recent years, whereas the beginning of the decade, there was really no reason to go. So, but as the decade progressed, all these new businesses came into downtown Troy. The capital region downtowns, Troy, but also Schenectady, Albany, and of course my hometown of Saratoga Springs has not been immune to this. Even though these bigger buildings and maybe gentrification has wound up pricing people out of some of these places. And I fear Troy could go the way of Brooklyn and some of these other places especially around par of 4th Street. If you've been down there, you know of what I speak. You're out by Superior Merchandise Company. Saratoga saw the return of a bookstore for the first time in two decades. North Shire Bookstore, and I've been in that place very well. In fact, I got a gift card for them for Christmas, $100 worth. Not a big deal. Also, what I've listened to is how I consume media. It was just cable and that was it. Now, all these streaming platforms have come up. I've even signed on for a few myself or through friends and family. Looking at you, Jim Perrell. Thanks for the HBO Go membership. You're welcome, bud. Keep the change. 
My family got me onto Netflix. My family, I mean my sister, husband, and nephew. They even gave my dad a Netflix subscription, added him onto the plan. Also, it's a bundle for Disney Plus. You pay like $13 a month. So I'm on with Disney Plus, Hulu, and there's something else. I oh, yeah, ESPN Plus. Ah, late capitalism. Isn't it grand? <laughs> well, I signed up for YouTube TV briefly when I found out my dad had cut the cable options. So he was one step away from cutting the cord, little did I know. And we had this discussion. I kept it hidden from him for about nine months, almost the whole year 2019. And it got to the point where I wound up canceling. So I've made plans, got a little contingency plan going, loop back. I have to view it different ways, especially with AEW Dynamite, All Elite Wrestling. Back on the air, New Year's Day 2020. Also, podcasts have come. Heck, I'm doing one, so... Mr. Pop, Mr. Kettle Line 1, Mr. Pop, Mr. Kettle Line 1, the rise of podcasting is a relevant medium. It was just a thing that nobody really cared much about, but now... But now, not only do I subscribe podcasts on Apple Podcasts, there's other platforms that have shown up. Spotify, for example, podcasts and music. I've had a couple of brief dalliances with Apple Music, but that's all by the by. And there's too many to mention out there. I don't have them all. I just have... Apple Podcasts for only iTunes, and Spotify. I had Podbean for a while, hosting my own podcast on there. This one, to which you're listening right now. Then they started charging me an arm and a leg, much to my shock and chagrin. So I decided, you know what? I'm moving on to more cheaper options. I've been flirting with Anchor FM, and now here I am. Hope you enjoyed all those older episodes, the best of 2019. I'll be putting out some more in 2020. Maybe get a Patreon going, even though Patreon's really taken off as a way to help fund podcasts, especially indie guys like me who do this merely for love of the game but want to make some money off of it. Not any big money, get some big sponsorship deals. Looking at your Manscaped. <laughs> well, hopefully take this into the future. I'm sure you'll come along with me. All in all, what a decade it's been. There's been plenty said about, and there'll be plenty more between now and when the ball drops in Times Square this coming Wednesday night. Before we get to the jolly, gaiety, and some would argue mayhem of the second part of this holiday shitfest, in which we look back at the year 2019 and also the decade of the 2010s, I feel it necessary at this time to take a few moments and remember those who passed away in the past year. I've been doing these episodes since I think episode 86, if memory serves, where I go through like an over-the-shoulder look back at that particular year. And of course I cover celebrity obituaries among other things. And I've said before, as there is life there should also be death. And we lost some luminaries in 2019, so when I do episode 119 should I get there? I'll spare you the trouble. I'll tell you to go back to this episode. So, let us now take a look back at those we lost in the year 2019. The great luminaries who have gone off to the heavens. Danny Aiello. Dave Einstein. Bill Mendelssohn. We lost him in 2019. We lost him just recently, day after Christmas. Guy helped bring the peanut specials to Earth. And birth, too. Me and Gene Oakland, I've paid tribute to him on the podcast. Great uh, commentator for WWF. 
did backstage interview. Your monster is broken. WCW too. Dan Ayel, a great actor. I've mentioned him before. Ed Dang from News Channel 13. WNYT, our NBC affiliate here in New York's Capital Region. John Havlicek, the great Boston Celtics basketball player. Havlicek stole the ball. Luke Perry. You may remember him from Beverly Hills 90210 and Supernatural most recently on the CW. Wrestler King Kong Bundy. I paid tribute to many of these people in my own way on the podcast this past year. Dr. John. Eddie Money. Rick Ocasek. I paid tribute to them in episode 87. Bushwick Bill of the Ghetto Boys. Mind playing tricks on me. John Witherspoon. Great actor. You see, the key is you got to coordinate. Nipsey Hussle. Paid tribute to him at the end of one episode. John Singleton. Great director. Boys in the Hood. Kevin Barnett. You may not have heard of him. He was tied up with Lil Rel, at least work-wise. A podcast called The Roundtable Gentleman. He was part of that. And the boys of the last podcast on the left paid him tribute too. Tony Morrison, influential author. Diane Carroll. This was a woman who broke barriers. She became the first African-American actress to star in her own sitcom. Julia Rip Taylor. Rip Torn as well, great actor. I saw Rip Taylor one time in this underrated Cheech and Chong movie in 1982 called Things Are Tough All Over, which I got 20 years later at my local Walmart where I was working that one summer. Beth Chapman, wife of Dog the Bounty Hunter. Gloria Vanderbilt, socialite and mother of CNN's Anderson Cooper. Tim Conway, oh, what a great, funny, comedic actor. I saw him many years ago. I was home for some random weekend in the middle of March. This is my junior year at Castleton. I came home. I spent the weekend with my mom and dad because they were going to take me to go see Tim Conway and the late Harvey Corman, along with Louise Duarte as Carol Burnett. And they reenacted many of their classic sketches from the Carol Burnett show, including the famous dentist sketch, which is one of the funniest of all time. At least the critics would say so. A star of internet memes, the grumpy cat, one of the earliest known. He was put down in 2019. Doris Day, wonderful actress. James Ingram, you're more me there. Sing that great duet with Michael McDonald. Peggy Lipton, you may remember her from the Mod Squad, or at least your parents might. Jim Fowler, he was the guy who wrangled all the animals in Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom way back when. I'm going to let Jim or Stan take care of this animal while I stand behind the Land Rover. Reunited with Marlon Perkins in the heavens in 2019. Peter Mayhew, you may remember him from Chewbacca. Oh, that's my Chewbacca, take her to leave it. Many would prefer to do the latter. Georgia Engel, rejoined her co-star Mary Tallamore in the heavens in 2019. She was on the Mary Tallamore show. Ditto for Valerie Harper, who played Rhoda on the Mary Tallamore show and later got spun off to have her own series in the 1970s. Artie Johnson, remember him from Laughing. Very interesting. But stupid. He passed away in 2019. Also of note, among the old bits of 2019 that I left out now after watching Sunday morning's annual Hail and Farewell segment where they pay tribute to those of, of the celebrity said who passed in 2019. I left out two titans of Broadway. Not necessarily actors, but they did contribute to the arts in their own way. Jerry Norman. I remember, when I told this story before. When I was in band in college... This is when I was in band for three credit hours, not rather the club base of my very first semester at Castleton. I was in the wind ensemble and I took this for three credit hours. And 
Dr. Michael Worthy, who was my instructor at the time, wound up playing, well, I wound up having the plans to go from the flute, which I had since the fifth grade, up until that time. So I, you know what? We're going to have you switch instruments. We're going to rent you out a baritone saxophone. Oh, I love that instrument. Holy friggin' crap. I was over the moon. They could have hung me there as well. But in any event, it was a wonderful time. I ran out from this music store in Stockbridge, Vermont. I don't know if it's still in business. And boy, did I have a good time with it. I really dedicated myself to mastering the instrument. Even sneaking out of my dorm at night, walking across the street all the way to the Fine Arts Center, getting out the saxophone, and here I'm at 8, 8 9 o'clock at night, just playing away. I remember one concert we had, and this was in the foyer of the Fine Arts Center, not the big concert we would have in the auditorium, the theater, if you will. And what we did was, was uh, we went to a medley of songs from the musical West Side Story, and we got, eh, and you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day, that whole bit. And like, then it did it. I was just playing that. Oh, that's one memory I have with that instrument. Holy friggin' crap, let me tell you. There was also the loss of Hal Prince this past year, who helped produce many of the memorable, long-standing mainstays of Broadway, like Evita and Fiddler on the Roof, West Side Story. I mentioned that earlier. I'm also a fan of voice actors. I don't know if you've known me. I don't know if you know me that well, but I'm a fan of voice actors. I know a good voice when I hear one. Rusi Taylor passed away in 2019. She was the voice of Minnie Mouse, and believe it or not, her husband, who passed away 10 years ago, was Wayne Allwine, the voice of Mickey Mouse. Carol Channing also made an appearance on Broadway. Made many appearances in the title role in the musical Hello Dolly. She almost sounded like Liberace. And she had a great voice, too. In fact, if I had graduated from Saratoga Springs High School a year later and I had been in the drama club, I'd have been graced by her presence along with my fellow classmates on one particular occasion. And this was a loss that proved for people my age and also those in my peer group that our childhood is slowly getting taken from us, just fading before our eyes. Carol Spinney. This is the man who was the voice of Big Bird on Sesame Street. He had been there since the very beginning. He retired last year, 2018. And that was a big loss for everybody. And Carl Lagerfeld, eccentric fashion designer. May they all rest in peace. And just remember, it's a simple thing. Death is a part of life. There's no two ways about it. Let's embrace the now. Let's embrace what we have in this moment. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take it right to our part two of the Holiday Shit Fest 2019, the New Year's portion, and we'll get you out there right now. You're having a good day. Let's make it a great night. Been wanting to see you and tell you so tight. Yeah, my special lady. You're one of a kind. And every time I see you shine, it's like the lights of midnight. Yeah, you gotta have your, you gotta give your opinion too. Yes, that's right. Okay, folks, just like we're in uh, media res here, we are in Harvey's in Saratoga. 
and this is the last night of the 2010s decade. Joining me here is uh, the man you heard before in the last half of this holiday shit fest. It's Adam Parada. What's up, everybody? Hey there, Adam. Merry New Year. Merry, Merry New Year. Thank you, Boko and Lionel Joseph here. And going, speaking of Joseph, we have Joseph Bruno with us. Hey, how's it going? You haven't been back since the 2017 holiday shit fest where we just shot the shit about the holiday. That was the original one, right? Well, he was with the fr- he was in the first two episodes. We were in the side room here at Harvey, right. but now we're out of the side room mainly because it's Monday night. We've come full circle. Yeah, bring it full circle. So, what I want to do here is this is kind of a over the uh, over the top concept. I might go over people's heads, but we're gonna do a bracket, an NCAA style bracket. Yeah, and this is gonna we're gonna decide who won the 2010s in our opinion. This is an NCAA style bracket. We had 16 seeds, two play-in games of sorts. One to determine the 16 seed, the other to determine the 11 seed. Here's the funny part about this, if I may interject. Joe Bruno is a noted non-sports fan, so has no idea what this format you're talking about is. I'm familiar with brackets, bracketology. In the math sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, there you go. Go ahead. I watched the data analytics ports that discuss the uh, vector fields used to determine. So Bruno is all about one kind of bracket. <laughs> I don't think they're the same kind of brackets we're talking about. This is basketball. I didn't know. I didn't know any of the teams that they were talking about. Well, well, we're not. Well, none of them are included here, so you'll be glad to know that. Duke so. is not in this. No. All right, Jay. Either. All right, so we're gonna go the playing rounds, and we had the draw earlier. Did not to hear it. We decided. The 16 seeds are going to be, I uh, crossed out progressive politics, but we'll keep that in there. So this is going to be progressive politics, the first 16 seed, going against Black Lives Matter. The, oh this is, a, a this brutal, is really a, starting off on a light note here. A, a, a brutal one for many, a brutal one for This is the play-in? This is the first play-in oh, game. We're in Dayton, These are the Dayton games? This is the Dayton games, the first four. Determine who gets uh, stomped by the number one seed. So, progressive politics, I, we just went, I mean, I don't know how to Well, here's this. an easy, I got an easy way to do this. Go ahead. Couldn't we, wait, what's the other one? It's, uh, the other one is uh, Black Lives Matter. I think right? we can probably just lump them all in with progressive okay, politics, so you know, can't we? We'll, so why don't we say progressive okay, politics? Okay, so that's a walkover. That's easy. Okay, so that's the playing round determined. So, all right, we go with the 11th seed. Who's going to determine that? Mass shootings versus slacktivism. This is uh, ironically hilarious. Oh my gosh. This is dark humor. This is not light listening, Jay. It will get better, folks. Trust me. So, I mean, we had a rash of mass shootings this decade. I mean, the the list goes on. You can just name it. You can just swing a dead gopher and hit a town that's had a mass shooting in America. I thought this was going to be like, is the dress blue or gold? Yanni Laurel. Yeah. Bruno, you missed that one. We mentioned that for the 2018 year end. Are you a Yanni man or a, uh, what was the, I heard the other one. I think I could hear both. No. Yeah. Like, I couldn't make myself hear both. But if I I started listening to it once, I would hear one. If I went away for a while, and I would go back. What was the one that I heard? The the, the other one. The more normal thing. Yanni was one. I I don't remember. But when you're hearing the one... You think anybody who ever hears the other is absolutely the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then when you hear the other, yeah, you hear you think the other people are the same. All right, change this. Both. All right, change this on the fly. I'm just going to bluff them in with memes like Yanni yeah, versus Laurel, Grumpy Cat, RIP, by the way, or Inca. Nobody got time for that. But I'm going to do Yanni versus Laurel to represent memes against slacktivism, lighten the mood a little bit. All right. I, I apologize think... that the, this took a dark tone early, so I say I'm changing this on the fly. Well, you know what, actually, if I may also 
divert us for a moment. Go ahead. Apparently, there was a massive, uh, unexplained sonic boom-like noise last night oh. around the capital region. In Sarasota. Or uh, around the sort of the local area. area. Yeah. Maybe this should be on there. Do you hear about this? I'm intrigued. At about 10.40 p.m., uh, there was a, like a massive uh, explosion sound of uh, green light. That happened to me and Ben White observed the same thing at the exact same time several years ago when he lived with me. And our lights flickered too. And it happened twice in a row. It happened again. And they know they left like 3911 calls. Nobody knows what it was. We didn't hear a boom, but we felt something and there was and it, the outdoors flashed green. Yep. And I noticed the flashing green first. And it was that time because South Park was on. It was in South yep. Park on 1030 to 11. And Benway was in the other room. And he goes, and I said, did you see that? And he goes, yeah, the lights flicker. I said, I didn't notice the lights flicker. And then it happened again. And the lights, then I noticed the lights flicker. And then we both, then we both noticed both things the second yeah. time. It happened again. Oh, boy. So I don't know the time of year. It's got to be either aliens or meth lab explosions. <laughs> or alien meth lab. I couldn't name anything besides aliens. I, let, I talked to like people in my circle about it. I didn't call 911. And nobody, they, they said they, was here. I just read about it today. And they said the authorities looked, they explored many different possibilities. They have no idea what it was. There's been no damage. Well, it's not the first time it's happened. Yeah. 110%. Not exaggerated one, but that's exactly what I think. It, maybe can we lump that in under, maybe we'll lump that in under, under like, Memes or I don't know. I didn't see any sonic boom. Unexplained happenings. I'm just gonna get unexplained unexplained I'm going Yanni B. Laurel here. That's gonna get the 11 seed. So we're just breathing right through this. So now we got the bracket all set. We're gonna go to the one. Now that we've destroyed the bracket entirely. Yeah, that's right. The bracket is busted. Anyway, yeah. So here we go. We'll start with the 116 matchup. We're into the quarterfinals. They're into the first round. Streaming services like Netflix, Hulu, etc. Against progressive politics. We got it. We might. Have, we can. We'll have. Wait. What's the one and what's the 16? 16 progressive politics, and they got the one C, which is streaming services. This was a completely random draw, folks. So I mean, we're cutting the cord has like become the big thing as we hit the latter half of the 2010s. Yes. And I Netflix, cut the well, no, I didn't cut the cord. Bruno cut the cord. I'm, I'm in the process of doing so. If I haven't done so already, I, I cut the like a, I cut an umbilical cord about oh yeah, nine little, we, weeks little ago. Wesley and uh, cutting, the, yeah, get, cutting the cord for those who don't know me. People are getting rid of cable. They're going to use the internet and just rely and use their internet. They're going to rely. Here's the thing with that. By the time you pay for the subscriptions to all of the services, yeah. you may as well get cable, right? Yeah. Like what's HBO? Like HBO sixteen dollars a month or something? Something like that. Or maybe yeah. you can or maybe you just get it through your cable provider, oddly enough. And ironically, maybe anachronistically. Right. What do you think, Bruno? Um, I mostly uh, I don't do much TV. I do the Netflix. I cut the cable because I don't do sports. But if you do, if you do sports, you're you're sucked into the you're locked into the cable, right? Yeah. I do the Netflix, but I actually don't even pay for Netflix. My ex girlfriend. That's boy, the big still variable. available on my TV. Yeah, right so. here. I have Netflix through my sister. Like if my sister's on it. My uh, my brother-in-law yep. has it. As as uh, can watch it. My nephew can watch it. And they even got my dad on it. But then can't they see what you watched? That, that's always a, a weird dynamic. Oh, if you all share an account. Yeah, we'll right? Because let me tell you, I watch some weird stuff. Oh boy. 
You better not let Lil Wesley see that video. I actually got a message after Kill. Like, I see you're back to watching Victorious and um, like Nickelodeon. Yeah. I watched, here's the thing. I, this, this afternoon, Sam I watched. Sam and Cat. I didn't realize it was a spinoff, Sam and Cat. Oh, boy. All right, well, I watched this documentary called Don't Fuck With Cats. This, this weirdo in like, Montreal. Yes. And there's a video of him who is just doing all sorts of uh, hideous things to cats. Right. Oh man, it was uh, great. And they found him, right? Is that the story? Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to well, spoil, spoil it. Don't spoil, 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 spoil it in a documentary. I did watch this great, I have been watching this great movie with Eddie Murphy called Dolomite Is My Name. Oh, I heard about this that. the first time since in years that Eddie Murphy's been in a critically acclaimed movie. He had, uh, that, bit of, he had that bit of a decline that he was going and hiding, and now he's back on stage. Wait, back. is that only on Netflix? It's yeah, not in yeah, theaters? That, yeah, that's on Netflix. This one's The Irishman. The Irishman seems like it's made for Netflix because it's 15 hours long. Yeah, like, I think it was right. meant to be watching the miniseries. That's what the producers were. It's like, Have you seen that to, movie? I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. I'm like, you're supposed to watch it as a miniseries. Right. But it was like in was, theaters. Yeah, then it went, to, it went out of theaters and now it's exclusively on Netflix. Right, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I had YouTube. I've had YouTube TV since about the beginning of the year. It's like you can get local channels and you get all this other. All oh, these so you other can get all that right through you. Now, what do you you put it? You can get it through your TV, right? Yeah, well, I get it through my phone, but I have Google Chromecast now, so I can watch it on the TV through the phone. I can watch it on the TV. See, it's too complicated for me. I Mentally, know. I am from the very like the TV just went from one to thirty six because <laughs> you could only turn the dial to thirty six. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And it was why can't I get it more channels? Because the dial only goes to thirty. Nickelodeon was what eighteen. Nickelodeon was six. Was back in the day. Yeah, yes. Nickelodeon was eighteen. MTV, MTV was, was six sixteen. So I was not allowed to watch sixteen. Oh yeah, I think we know why. So, all right, now the sixteen seat is progressive politics. We're going from like one extreme to we're going like two very mutually exclusive events here. So we're seeing like Bernie Sanders. He ran for president in 2016. He's gonna make a run. He's making a run for 2020 in the next election. We're seeing all these Democratic contenders. Yes. Sorry to talk politics here, folks, but this was luck of the draw or not luck of the draw. Well, as much as I'd love to talk politics in front of your millions of listeners, <laughs> uh, no, that was big. I guess that's that's been a big story. Yeah. So what? So what are we trying to say? What was the bigger thing? What was the What was the bigger thing? I think that the stream. I think for more people's daily lives, day to day, I think the stream rise of streaming may be a bigger story. I thought you were gonna say the stream rises to the top. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Yes, I was gonna say that. All right, how about I'm you? Bro, how about you, Bruno? Who gets it? Who takes it? Streaming services? Do you think progressive politics? We have a Obviously, one? streaming services won that one. All right, so streaming services, uh, 16. All right. Now, 8 9, uh, this is going to be Marvel DC movies hitting it big at the box office. And the number 9 seed is Lil Nas X. We'll start with the 8 seed. This Equally as, you know, sociologically important as the previous. Right. Old Town Road. Um, Wait, what was the first one? Uh, number eight. This is like uh, Marvel, DC, Marvel, all these DC. superhero movies uh, coming out. Well, I've never seen any of them. I've I seen the Michael Keaton Batman. Oh yeah. Oh no, I've seen the I've seen the the Heath Ledger and Joker Batman. Uh, oh, so I've never seen any of them. Oh, the Dark Knight. But it seems like they're a real force at the box office. They are, yeah. And they're kind of the uh, the Avengers. only thing keeping a lot of Hollywood studios afloat. Avengers and all that, so. yeah. How about you, Joe? Number eight. Uh, what do you think about like uh, Marvel, DC, all these superhero movies that have flooded the multiplexes in uh, the decade that is going by? You know, I went to see Avengers Endgame the night it came out. I, uh, my ten-year-old niece wanted to go. I got tickets. We got good seats and everything. Have you seen the previous movies? I had seen the previous. She's seen all of them, so she she 
explained a little bit to me, but not quite enough right into right. But as I was sitting in the movie, and I remember, like, in the first 20 minutes We're or so... You're just like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? <laughs> well, I, no, I knew... They're pretty easy to figure out. I think that's why they're so popular, from what I understand, because they're so oh, yeah. simplistic. You can kind of, anybody from any country can understand it, the translation. That, the 20 minutes in, I said, oh, no. Like, she's going to hate this movie. Like, this is terrible. a terrible movie. Like, everybody, like, everybody in the theater, like, this is going to be in the papers tomorrow. Like, how terrible this, this huge movie. Oh, yeah. And at the end, though, she was like, that was amazing. Like, everybody loved the movie. Right. I, like, everybody, I thought it was horrendous. That's how I feel with every Avengers movie. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be the worst movie ever made. And everybody's going to hate it. And then I right. realized, and everybody, and everybody loves it. Yeah, yeah, and apparently they can't do any, they can do no wrong when they make those movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, they legitimately had a scene, know, like, Papa, the first 20 minutes of the movie was just all people, like, moping around depressed. And uh, there was even a scene of Captain America sitting in, like, a group therapy session and, like, a shaky camera going for, and I said, this is the worst movie ever made. Like, this is the worst right. action movie. Like, Ten billion dollars. <laughs> But then everybody liked it, so I don't know. I said, you know, it's a good movie. Okay, Joe well, and I are more Lord of the Rings nerds. Yeah, you're more, you're more Gandalf than you, you are. Know, it, remember we yeah. went to see... Uh, I, like the, uh, I watch Batman Returns every year. That's DC, Returns, but that's from the previous decade. You know? oh, oh, right. Batman, uh, Batman Returns is the second one, right? It's the second one. It takes place at Christmas time. Right. Ooh. So I enjoy that. I enjoy watching that's it. At like, Christmas you time. enjoy that like Daniel and I enjoy trading places this time of that's year. Right. Well, that's that's a better movie. Right. Right. Now, but I enjoy both. Well, I have not. I I know why they're popular, but I will say I have not seen a superhero movie. I thought that my brother Star Wars, on the other hand, we'll talk Disney in just a minute. My brother-in-law's gone to see that. Gone to see that twice. The most recent time. He took my nephew with him. Which one? This is the latest one, Rise of Skywalker. The, Rise most Skywalker. Re- the last one, the most recent one, okay. and the last of the franchise. Even that, I've only seen the original three Star Wars. Movies. Oh, I've, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen part of one, all of four, all of five, and all of the, the Force Awakens. You mean that. by four and five? You mean New Hope? Four, no, one and two. The original. One, one is Phantom Menace. Two is Attack of the Clones. Oh, oh, I see. Third alert. Yeah, part of four, which is New Hope. And all of seven in the movie theater. Well, yeah, I, mean, I never got into Star. I, like, I used to like the toys, but I never got into the oh, yeah. the movies. All right, well, let's. Do, all right. So I think I think I don't even know what the what is the other one? Little Nas X. I don't even know what that is. It's the guy who's saying Old Town Road. That with Billy Ray Cyrus. Speaking of. Oh, so I guess you're saying like the rise of like a viral. Yeah, got, sort of viral one-off yeah. hits without yeah, any trying to make a do-it-yourself kind of. He's trying to make a career of it, too, right. by the way. Cross, uh, it's also a big cross. Right. Uh, what's the word? I'm cross, right. genre. Well, cross genre pollination. Yes. All right, so between the superhero movies and... I think the superhero movies, you got Bruno, what do you think? I would vote for that. Uh, superhero movies, but... All right, you know what? We're talking billions here. Yeah. All right, well, you know what? Superheroes went out over the country, guys. So That's right. Go. All right, to the 5-12 matchup. Our number five, we're going. We're There's always on. an upset in 12-5. That's right. Well, number five, we're going to, the number five seed, we're going to stay with movie reboots of uh, all these franchises like uh, well, Star Wars we talked about earlier. Uh, Avengers, the reboot, you know, all this stuff going on with like retreads or something like, like Ghostbusters. that. Like Ghostbusters. Yeah, with the all-female one, like Melissa McCarthy. You know? mm-hmm. And the number 12 will be Barstool Sports. And uh, okay, we did have one sport, but we kept it to a minimum. I think the 12th not going to win out in Bruno's eye. But let's start number five. Reboots of all these movies. There's complaints like there's no original ideas in the theaters right now. Whereas you have all these outlets now. You can put something on Netflix. You can put something on Amazon Video. You can put something on... Who knows? Right. Name, name, name streaming platform right. here. Right. 
Well, I think that uh, that's a little bit what we were talking about before with the superhero movies. It's everything's got to be based on some existing idea or, or characters yeah. or you know. That I, you know, that's been an issue though for decades. I, I was reading a comic, a Calvin and Hobbes comic strip. Oh yeah. While I was in the bathroom recently. Yes. And it's from 1989, I think, or 1990, and it's and it's mocking the idea that all the movies coming out that summer were sequels or reboots of previous movies. And that was 30 years ago. But that was the sequels era. But they were sequels of original yeah. deals. Sequels and reboots. I think they don't use the term reboots in the comic strip. But he says. Uh, now, since it was a comic strip, were you reading this when you're going number one? You can read a comic strip when you're going number one. Um. I mean, I, I'm just saying it's possible. No, that's okay. not what I was okay. doing. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you but got it is possible to read a comic strip. It is. That's a good point. you oh. got to be specific to the listeners. And our podcast has reached a new low. <laughs> well, here's hoping we can get out of the hole here. Now, Barstool Sports, uh, number 12. What I don't really know what that is. I know well, that's this like... This is like a company named the Warboy Star. This I know Deadspin. Like internet content, but... They do all kinds of podcasts. They do play all sorts of stuff on the web. As far as like audio content, they put videos out, write articles. So they talk sports, they'll talk other things as well. Here's what I'll say, Jeff. Yeah. Just because in, in the actual NCAA tourney, there's always a 12-5 upside. Yeah. I think we got to go 12 over 5 up. Okay. I don't even know which is which. All right, Bruno, what do you think? 12 or 5 here? Just pick a number, any number. Um, I would say uh, I gotta go with Adam on that one. The uh, number twelve. Yeah. It was twelve. Barstool Sports. Okay. Well, you know what? That's I big thing. Oh, I thought that was the other. One. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. You know what? Unanimous decision. We got twelve five. Upset. Up. It was an upset. I didn't upset, think that was. All right. All right. To the four thirteen matchup. All right. I wrote this in at the last second. OK Boomer in the number four seed and for Greta Thunberg, she's gotten the thirteen seed. But we're primed for upsets in this part of the bracket too. Hmm. So we'll start well, with wasn't o- she was Times Person of the Year. I just 2019, saw the yeah, magazine. Uh, I'll explain. My o- mom's I got, coffee table today. I got to explain. Okay, Boomer here, number four. This is like young people, and they're kind of getting back to their parents. So whenever their parents or their relatives who were born between the years of 1946 and 1964, and that counts uh, everybody here at this table on this uh, discussion, and they say like, all right, whatever you want, Grandpa, whatever you say. Right. Yeah, we're just kind of like it's like a dismissive. Yeah, you're playing. Hey, your your worldview is 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 passe. Yeah, this is yeah, this is a little yeah, this is like um, I don't know how to explain this. This is like the younger generation meal to the old generation. That's a big. That's for generational. All right. Stuff. Well, speak, well, somebody wouldn't say okay. We probably said okay, boomer to those causing climate change was Greta Thunberg, the Swedish 16-year-old who rose to prominence in 2019 as a climate activist leading students on strike, getting them off school so they could protest uh, inaction on climate and preventing climate change. And what an influential figure well, she's been. I think maybe this is another one where we could roll the, the, the more specific idea into the larger idea. I would argue that maybe the rise of that Swedish girl is, is sort of a, you know, within the same idea as okay boom oh yeah you know what i mean she's okay. young she's not your father's climate activist so is, is it a tie well you know so what I, I can i can just take i'll just take the 13 over the i would say look they make the bigger idea would yeah. be the winner because the other one's included in it yeah there's also these kids in the, the high school at the park that high school in parkland florida after the, the terrible right. shooting they had they 
Everybody said enough is enough. Right. We gotta have action. And action so same now. kind of thing. I would say that that's all okay. the same sort all right, of I'll concept. Take, what do you think, Joe? Thirteen. I think we. I say thirteen. See, do you want to make it anonymous? We got a consensus vote here. Jeez, I uh. Tough one. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna vote with you guys on that. Yeah, okay, so we got. All right, we got two low seeds going. Two low seeds going at it. That here. always happens. All There's right. always a 12-13 matchup yep. in round two. Okay, well, we go to six eleven. Number six is gentrification against the number eleven seed, Yanni versus Laurel. <laughs> Yanni versus Laurel. <laughs> well, I want this to be the winner. Yeah, well, the whole thing. Well, let's discuss here. Gentrification. You know, in bigger cities, people are getting priced out of. Uh, you know, this is like where white people move into all with an ethnic neighborhood and then they, they force all the tenants, they force the previous the inhabitants of that neighborhood out. And gentrification in my mind is like all these condos. You've seen it in Saratoga. Right. It's going on, you probably going on where you lived in New York back in the day. Right, yes it was. It's like all these condos are in there. I've uh, been the gentry. Which is which is weird because I was a a young person making no money and I was a, uh but I think that that's been a that's been a an issue for, I would argue, more than uh, the past decade. Oh, yeah. So I think Yandy versus Laurel is a little bit more timely. Yeah, more timely. So, uh, so more since timely. this is the last decade, I would say Yanny versus Laurel. Well, what do you what do you think about that? What do you think, Joe? You never experienced that vacation, but you, we did discuss Yanni and Laurel uh, before. Evergreen Drive has The Yanni versus Laurel was huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was I big. distinctly heard Laurel. Respect. And I thought that someone that the Yanni part was, I thought it was a hoax. Yeah. Was, but there's no, there's no. But then when no you hear the other one, you say the other side. They thought the same. Yeah. Well, at work. But I've been both those people. people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And you said you heard both. I heard both. What do you mean you heard both? At the same time? No. 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 I heard one one session when I listened. I heard one, and then I went away for a day and I went back and I heard the different one. Oh. Has anybody else described that? Story? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's videos you can like watch that's like you know people know about audio waves and stuff talk about why it's, yeah. was it just they were both embedded two different audio frequencies don't or remember in the same. I think it has to do with like something about the frequency and like what yeah, it has to do with your ear it has something to do with your ear how your ear listens to music I believe I don't know I it was, this was like two years ago so I completely oh, forgot I wonder if it has anything to do with the sonic boom you were talking about <laughs> it did sound kind of like Yanni. Yeah, well, you know what? So I guess Yanni versus Laurel is moving on. All right, we we'll give think it that's a, the winner, Jack. Yeah, we give that a Yanni versus Laurel and Hardy right. handshake. Number 11, moving on. All right. Third and last matchup, number three seed, Gaslighting, versus the number 14 seed, The Rise of Social Media. Now, gas, we've explained Gaslighting in the little pre-show before you roll down here. This is like where you accuse somebody and it just makes them go uh, absolutely, uh, I wouldn't say it's it. It's when different. you say somebody's being crazy. Yeah, that's become a big thing with uh, you know who in the White House. That's unfortunately has uh, risen to prominence now. But I would I would say here's another one where we could wrap that into the rise of social media perhaps oh, yeah. because a lot of it probably happens over social media. Oh yeah. And can, I think you know, Can you Facebook. define gaslighting for me here? Well, I'll have, to look, I'll have to look that up here for you. I can do that. You I can record while you look up? Yeah, man. man. So, well, I like your interface. is very elegant on your phone. Right? Oh, thank you. Well, I went night mode here. I got the, no, I got but, the like update. All your apps just have like one letter. Oh, here we go. Wikipedia article says, Gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person seeks to sow seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or in members of a targeted group, making them question their own memory, perception, and sanity. Using denial, misdirection, contradiction, and lying, 
Gaslighting involves attempts to destabilize the victim and delegitimize the victim's beliefs. So it's like being a magician. Basically. Oh yes, yeah. And it's based. On, the, the term is based on a movie. Apparently, a movie. Like the 50s. I read. I don't. I, I don't. I can't think of a single example of gaslighting. Has that been a prominent thing in the media? I don't think so. I mean, it's been a discussion, but not certainly not as big as the rise of social media. Yeah, right? I, think, I can't remember the context in which I read it. Yeah. I think. I think that's an easy. One. I think, I think that's a walkover. That one's over by halftime. Greg yeah. Gumble is moving on. He's he's getting us to out to you know. The next game. Alright, so social media, we got 14 3 upset right here. Okay, we're in the end. we're nearing the end, folks. Alright, so well how many what do we got left? We got four, four matches. This one included. Are number, we in the final four? Not yet. Number oh. seven is the meet is hashtag meet the Me Too movement. Oh okay. And against number ten, our childhood becoming retro vintage for the next generation. Now the Me Too movement, this is where uh, female accusers have come out and Taking it to the patriarchy. I mean, so these older white men have um, sort of gotten their way with them, and now it's tough. They're, they now have the platform to say, hey, listen, this guy did some uh, awful stuff to me back in the day, and we he gaslit me. Yeah, well, we gaslighted. Gaslit. But the women are like, we're not taking this shit down anymore. Right. And they've now decided to start naming and shaming people like Jeffrey Weinstein, Harvey Weinstein, uh, somebody who's in this tournament, we'll get him in the next round. That was big because it affected, I think, a lot of people were caught up in that. Matt Lauer. Many, many celebrities. That's right. So, so what do you so what do you think? Uh, the Me Too movement. That was uh, quite big. That was big. I'm having a good long think, are you? Pretty heady stuff I'm on the back. How many listeners do you have, Jack? You got a lot of listeners, right? I got I got I'm sorry, Jay, zoned out there, but I would vote for uh you know Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Oh, how about our childhood? You know, we yeah, that one. No, the other one I get what you're saying, but I think that's <coughs> that was a thing. But that I think it's important for everybody to have a voice. It's important yeah. for everybody to have a voice. Yeah. All right. Well. And uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, uh, so yeah. So that was, that's the one. It's important for everybody to be fair. Fairness is important. Fairness is important. And you know, everybody needs to have a voice in order for things to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And I think it's never okay for someone's voice to be uh, quiet. Right. Well, Look at that. Couldn't have said it better myself. There you go. Well, good marriage. What do you think, Jay? I think it was nice that the women are finally coming out and uh, maiming their accusers and treating uh, uh, them the, for the uh, sexist pig that uh, they're, been, they're making them out to be. And they're naming and shaming. I'm glad that that's going on. All, All right. right. It's a much lighter fair now. The 10 seed issue. Stuff that we grew up in childhood has now become uh, what's old is new again. I mean, back to reboots and everything. But I mean, I was going through the box out at the Clifton Park Center Mall. As I was walking out, I saw like, oh, it's like, uh, like Rugrats and uh, like, well, hey, oh, I saw T-shirts. It's coming back. The new oh. generation is getting ready to discover it, especially as people our age are uh, having kids now. They're settling right. down, raising families, and they're trying to get the kids and the stuff that we grew up with, like, right. Nick, like all the stuff from Nickelodeon. I don't know about MTV. Is there something special about our childhood and nostalgia, or is this just something for every generation? Right. That's another I mean, that's a valid question. Well, here's the thing. This is a generational thing. I remember when I was a kid, I was going through my parents' <coughs> record collection. This is, right. These are LPs. Okay. Uh, this is when you actually had to go out and buy a physical piece of music, kid. This is how it was way back when. Got some hot right. tracks action back there. Right. And uh, I was looking through, like, I saw Jim Croce. I saw they had the Fifth Dimension. Yeah. They had, like, Best Good of Motown. They had some good stuff from when they were in their younger days. 
What are we passing on to our kids? Like uh, stuff we watched on Nickelodeon way back when. I think that that's Turtles, a yeah, I think that that happens. It's cyclical. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of the movies that were made in the 80s are set in the you know 60s, 50s, and 60s. Here's an interesting bit of information about that kind of stuff. You know, Dazed and Confused. That's one of my favorite. Oh movies. yeah, I like that too. It's been longer between when that movie came out and now than between when that movie came out and when it was set. It came out in like a lot of that the 90s and it was set Wonder Years. You got Days and Confused big. Days and Confused, that's pretty mind-blowing. It was, that was like 10 years ago where it passed that mark. Wonder Years was 30 years ago and it had set. taken place 20 years. Late 60s, late 60s early 70s, yeah. And uh, the song 1979 blows my mind too. That came out in 1995. So that was so that 16 like years old at the time, and that's now 25 years old. 2003. It'd be correct if it was called yep. late 2003. Yeah. Which, young people, have you found young people trying to be nostalgic about the early 2000s? Which is, it just seems weird. And yeah. they, even they seem to think, like, yeah, right. it's really stupid. <laughs> Yeah, it was that way when that stuff was going on. Like trucker hats? Oh, trucker hats back? Remember that was the big thing? Oh, I got a couple of those in the car. I don't know if that's a sign of a midlife crisis on my end. I don't really know. You got a trucker hat, Jay? You doing mid-off throwback? I got a couple of those. I got a couple of those rocks going on there. So, alright. So, this is a big matchup. This became the match of the first round. So, who's moving on? The number seven Wait, what about number ten? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We're moving on, number seven or number ten? Oh, oh. Uh, wait, what was the first one? Oh, number seven was me too. Oh, yeah, me too. We, we meet. All right, so number seven is it? Yeah, yeah, me too. How about you, Joe? I would go with, uh, what was it? It was me too versus... Childhood, right, childhood becoming... Uh, uh, childhood retro. I, I would give that to... I would say that that's maybe a funner thing to talk about. Yeah, you know what? So you know what? <laughs> I'd say that that might be more appropriate podcast. Guys, okay, so you know what? You're right. So just for the sake of the podcast, 10 yeah. seeds moving on. Now that finally we made it to the end of the first round. Number two seed, the Bill Cosby trial. And number 15... That's I would invoke the same, uh, you know, rule that I invoked just now. Yeah, I think I'd rather talk about size Gangnam style. Oh yeah, but that was big. That, that, that I think yeah, for a long like, time was like billions, billions of views. Billions correct? of billions. YouTube views. Yeah, yeah, Carl So it had put it this way: it probably had more views on YouTube than any coverage of Bill Cosby's trial. Oh yeah. So I would put that. I would put that. I would advance that. All right, Joe, what do you think? Uh, is this uh, Upset City or is this uh, 15 move on? Um, oh, yeah, Upset City. Gangnam Style takes it. Right, right. Gangnam Style. All right. And a barn burner. Yeah. We got a yeah. Man, this is 7 and 10 was like one up being the match of the round. Yeah, we got a pretty good tournament okay. going here. Yeah, we got now, what the, are we down to? We're in the Elite Eight here. Okay. So our first semi, our first quarterfinal matchup, Streaming Services versus Marvel DC. I think we can main lump one into the other. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Marvel DC is really know, a, yeah. a, 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 an industry. Yeah. It's so, unbelievable. And it actually kind of exists. It, it, it's, I don't know if you can lump it in with the rise of streaming because well, it's kind of the, the one thing keeping the old model afloat. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, yeah, so. go, go see it in the theater. Oh yeah. Or uh, streaming services, you don't have to leave oh. your home. You can, or, or you don't have to be in your home. You can just be anywhere you can get a good DC Comics was founded by the founder of Mad Magazine. Obviously, 
Really? Superman was invented Alfred by... Alfred E. Newman? <laughs> oh, no, he wasn't a real guy. We, uh, what? Gaines, William Gaines, I think was his name. William Gaines, still alive. DC, man. Detective Comics. There you go. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's, that's I'll, I'll say, I don't know. I think you got to say The Rise. No, I think, no, no. I might have to fact check that too, by the way. That's know. true. That may have been a wrong fact. That. Uh, okay. No, I think I think the superhero movies because it's keeping the old model, which was the dominant model, still around. I would okay. say Marvel DC for the upset. Well, you know, well, you know what? I'll go streaming services. But consensus pick, I'll pick Marvel and DC. They go to the, they're into the uh, final four. All right, second semi, second quarter final. Barstool Sports versus Greta Thunberg, a mismatch if ever there was. Wait, I thought we lumped in that with the okay blue All right, well, we'll see. This is uh, kind of that weird elite eight matchup between like. George Mason and you know, Texas all right, well, Tech. All right, so OK Boomer slash Fred are the combined yeah, unit against Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a bloodbath. I think that one's the winner. What? The non-barstool sports. Right one? All right, what about you? We're facing through. Um, I'm not really familiar with yeah, either Bruno's at no, all. I have no guys. idea. I might as well be picking. All right, well, we got, a, consen- get a, we got a consensus pick anyway. Yeah, though. all right. All right, Yanni versus Laurel against the rise of social media. Yanni versus, well, oh, I mean, talk about two things. You could, but I think that maybe specifically Yanni versus Laurel because it's a thing on social media that is a shared oh, yeah. experience. This is how it breaks in a way. We got championship matchups in this. This is how it breaks Unlike much of social media, which is very stratified and yeah. super targeted at what you're... Yanni versus Laurel was popular because it was a thing everybody could, could experience not bringing any baggage to or any, you know, preconceived notions to the tape. Oh, yeah. So Yanni, Yanni goes in. Adam, what do you think, Bruno? I'm going to go with Yanni on this. Yeah. All right, you know what? Yanni versus Laura moves on. We're going to have to listen to this again. Yeah. And finally, childhood, our childhood becomes vintage versus Gangnam Style. Whoa, this is quite the, uh, quite the matchup we got here. I think Gangnam Style, Style. Yeah, for the upset, right? Yep. That was a lower seed, or yeah, higher seed, or whatever. 10 versus 15. We got a weird... Uh, I'm going to try to call up Yanni Laurel on my phone so we can play it on your podcast. All right. I'll turn the gain up here. Here it is. Here it is. All right. Here's it. Laurel. This is like how we Laurel. Like poison paint. Remember that? Yeah. I can't hear it, though. I never heard the Yanni before. But it says Yanni on the screen, so how can you be hearing more? Oh, but I never heard Yanni before. I never heard what it sounded like. See, I, can probably throw, I can probably just whack that. Now you can, you can ask your listeners what they hear. What do you think, guys? That's uh, kiddiepot at gmail.com. Maybe they hear a whole so, all right. Well, I think I think Yanni moves on on that one. But back to the move. Back to the. Hold on. I'm gonna replay it one more time. Adam sucks. <laughs> Adam sucks. I hear Yanni. I hear Yanni. I don't hear either. I hear something else. All right, we're just goofing off here, folks. This, they don't call it the Holiday Shit Fest for nothing. They don't call it the Holiday Shit Fest for nothing, folks. All right, so back to this. Childhood becoming retro versus Gangnam Style. I don't know how many young people grew up with Gangnam Style. Oh, man. 
Okay, sorry. What? All right, so what we got is uh, Gangnam Style, the 15 seed, going against the 10 seed. Our childhood becoming retro for the next generation. Gangnam what we style. Gangnam Style? What do you think, Joe? Um, I think Gangnam Style for the upset. Yeah, yeah. For sure. All right, we came got right in out of nowhere and uh, took took over. There you go. Now we got our final four. This is Marvel versus DC against Greta Thunberg, <laughs> a superhero group of superheroes and a superhero win in the eyes of many. Sure. All right, so I think you know, I think the Marvel versus DC will be around longer than Greta Thunberg. Even as climate change really takes its hold here. So, what do you think, Joe? Marvel or a Swedish teenager? I think Marvel for the uh, whatever the opposite of an upset. All right. Well. All right. So, Marvel DCs into the into the championship. Now. Honorable mention. I'm ready. Gangnam. I'm gonna throw in post too, man. Gangnam style. So, Gangnam style versus Yanni or Laurel. Who's moving on there, man? This is this is. Uh, this is gonna make the championship oh, such a disappointment. This is the hardest I've had to think all night, Jay. And we're all sloshed on beer, by the way, on, al on certain alcoholic beverages. So uh, I think because it's got way more views. Oh yeah, yeah. It's something, it's something. It's like two things you can hear, but one's way more enjoyable, in my opinion. I think it's Gagum style. All right, so we got our match of the 2010s for the championship. The most important thing of the last. Ten years is what? It's gonna be either Marvel, DC, the yeah. industry, or a Korean fella doing a doing that song with the video of which got over one billion views on YouTube. Say, I think it's got more views than collectively people went to see uh, Marvel DC movies. What do you think, Jay? This is well, a tough, yeah. tough run. Well, as somebody who's never seen any of them or has heard of the Marvel. This DC is double overtime. That's the other thing. I've never seen any, and I've seen Gangnam okay. Style. Gangnam Style. I've seen the video. I've heard the song. I remember when that was hot in the streets. Yeah. So you know what? The winner of our okay. little tournament. Opa Gangnam Style. So we've come to the correct conclusion. The most important thing to happen in the past 10 years was size Gangnam Style. That is correct. I think we did a good job. We considered all the, the possible uh, you know, contenders. And the best, most important thing won. Opa Gangnam Style. I've asked you about holiday traditions in a previous episode, but when it comes to New Year's, do you have any special tradition that you do? Uh... Seriously, like I gotta get some other content out of this. These yeah, guys, we're, we're gonna do that. didn't give me any good content on me. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> sorry, we weren't better at that. You don't, you're probably running the business, so you probably don't go out and party, because uh, you gotta work. Oh, for New Year's Eve? Um, yeah, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. I always stay in it. It's a tradition to not you're go out. I've been out, I've been out on New Year's Eve, and it's always... I was at a truck like stop I, I always kind of wish that I that? That was a good New Year's Eve. That was Eve. a good one. Yeah. That, that was, was good one. for the, um... Yeah, it was a good New Year's Eve. Yeah. A few, few beers and, uh... Went to a truck stop together. It was yeah, at midnight. That was a good one. Lot lizard. Oh. Jason. 
Come on, I'm just busting your chops. What about you, Jay? Well, I'm the, for the first time, I'm, I used to just go to one place for a party where I don't necessarily uh, tip them back. Right. That might be, that's going to be changing this year because I'm going to a friend's house down in Albany and then I'm going to make my way up 787, go to Troy. You're doing a multiple? I'm doing par party, party hopping as they like wow. to call it. How's the weather supposed to be? It's going to be pretty good. You're going to cooperate? It's going to be deep. Not like it was today. Folks. Now, do you have you have uh, New Year's Day off, obviously. Yes, and uh, I like, that's a little weird tradition that I have. I, I get in my car, I, I go about, um, crap, I get in my car about 10 o'clock in the morning. I go to the Racino. Are they, are, that's open on New Year's Day? Yeah, man. I go to the Racino for one dollar. I put five dollars. I play the penny slots. If I get it, if I get a winner, it's like it's gonna be a great year. It's not well, it's just money. So no big thing. I like thing. that. You do one. You do one. One. Uh, do like one. Bit. You know, like one pull. One pull. The lever. One push the button. Yeah. yeah. And then I go into Saratoga because I know we're recording this December thirtieth. Twenty-four hours from now. Places like these and other establishments in Saratoga, the downtown area is just going to be impossible. First night That's celebrations up. are going on. Right. And going away from the family festivities, there's going to be some debauchery on Caroline Street. There will be. You. I don't think I've ever been down here on New Year's Eve. Can you, did no, you, did I have the singles go out on New Year's Eve? I'm a single uh -huh. these days. Yeah. Well, 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 they get the listeners. I feel like not to, really. You know. I feel like Steve's got to like a sore thumb in here, single. I don't know. Well, there you go, man. So, Usually I would, uh, I'll just walk down, I'll come into downtown, like the shops will be open, some of them will be. Yep. And I just I walk I around. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. I'll just walk around, I usually find the detritus from the night before. Right. So on New Year's I, Day you're talking. On New Year's Day, so I'm like looking around like, okay, maybe there's a noisemaker, maybe there's like a, a hat or something. Right. Like uh, some confetti might be lying around, maybe like the odd plastic cup that there are some people right. were. Now it's like, this isn't like New Orleans where you can just carry your food everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's open container laws here. No open container laws. I'm this looking ain't... to get a little New Year's hat for my son. Oh. But they don't make baby New Year's hats. Maybe you get They should. They certainly should. Maybe it seems could... like it would be a, a real hat. Maybe you probably get a little fan. That's right. Maybe you so, get a little, the expert on maybe get a little Wesley Assash that says like Happy New Year on it. You could yeah. be like your little New Year's photo yeah. from you and Amy. I want to, I, I mean, I would, my New Year's tradition is to always try to recreate the party on the Amtrak train <laughs> and uh, at trading places, which was for some reason a costume party. Oh, yeah. Do you ever think about that? Like, why is that a costume party? Uh, yeah, I've never really thought of them. I think, I think it's because they need it for the plot to have the, the guy, uh, Belushi's gorilla mask or gorilla suit. Yeah. And they put beaks in the gorilla outfit. Don't spoil it. But there's Don't no other reason spoiler. for that to be. Have you ever been to a New Year's Eve costume party? I've never been no, right? like a masquerade on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Only accessories I'm wearing like a hat that says happy. Well, I disagree with you completely. A sweet right. party is a sweet party. That's true. And if you happen to show up in costumes, yeah. that's just a sweet party. We would have had that scene with sweet like. Parties. So you feel, though, that it was contrived due to the necessity for the plot? Now, I'm not saying I wouldn't want to be at the party. In fact, Although it's a tough call of the two parties featured in that movie, which would you rather be at? Actually, this is a good thing for a podcast. This is a little mini bracket. Yeah. Of yep. the four, are there four parties featured? So there's the Duke and Inn trading places. There's yep. how many parties? Uh, there's Duke and Do Christmas Party. Uh huh. The train party. Uh huh. Billy Ray's house party. Yeah. 
And is there a fourth that we could throw in there? Uh, oh, the Duke and Duke Christmas party. At the Christmas office. party is very sweet office. party. I would probably, you know, I never thought about that. It's I would favorite. probably choose that party, especially because you had the excitement of... Compared to the other... Compared to the other two, you got Santa. Santa, he's a... There's got to be a fourth, though. Is there a fourth party? I doubt there's a fourth one. There's got to be. Oh, no, there's a party at the bar. When he goes to the bar... like a little gap. It was like he's walking the bar like, hey, he's interested $27. Like, hey, yeah. Yeah. Alright, so I guess of those three, what would be your what would be the one if you could attend one? I'd probably do I'd probably do the uh, Baltimore Delta Club uh, New Year's Yeah, Year. I think you gotta party. go with that. Just for the novelty. If you go to the second one at Billy Ray's house, we complain about all the noise, like, somebody yeah. they pouring their cools on my floor. Yeah. yeah. So and that's just do your And then I think all the fun music and, and so angry and kill everybody to get out. Get that out. Enjoy it now. And then the two guys are like, you old stone. Stone dude, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, whatever. Get the fuck out of here. I think just for the novelty, Jay, that's right, of being on a train. And they're all booging to Patrick Crowley featuring, Sylvester featuring Patrick Do you want a funky drink? Bruno and I listened to that uh, on the way down here tonight. <laughs> I got that on Spotify, man. I got, I got that on Spotify. That's all right, so I think in that, that's, do we all, do we all agree? Well, actually, no, do we agree? Uh, I, I'm going... Uh, train I would, party. I might go Duke and Duke. You got the food. Oh, yeah. oh, consensus. Well, table. I don't know what the... Uh, Sweet party. Uh, well, more genteel affair. Yes. Yeah, it's an office party, essentially. Yeah, it's more of an office got party. Got a Great food. I mean, he steals an entire like, filet of salmon. That's a, like a filet of smoked salmon. <laughs> it goes into his beard. <laughs> And then they, I mean, and nobody even notices it's gone. That's a well-catered part. They catch them out of it. Now on the train. I think the moral of the story is they're all good parties. Yes. And on that note, I think what a better way to end an end of the year end of podcast the than with a discussion of... So here's what we've learned today. All right, what do we learn? Is size, Gangnam Style was the most important thing to happen in the last 10 years. Uh-huh. And all the parties and trading places are equally sweet. Yes, if you get anything out of this episode of the podcast, this uh, bit of a slog, that is it. So, guys, uh, thank you, Adam Piranha. Thank you, Joe Bruno. Happy New Year. Merry New Year. Merry New Year. Merry New Year. Year. From Saratoga to all the world. We out. Happy New Year. See you in 2020. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, episode 95, part two. And that was the New Year's portion of our holiday shit fest. Thanks for listening to both this and the previous episode around Christmas time. We truly appreciate it. I thank my guests for showing up, not only for this episode, but all year round. I truly appreciate it. At this juncture, I would like to wish all of you a very happy, safe, joyous, prosperous, and where appropriate, blessed new year 2020. The song you're hearing in the background is a song from a band called Turf War. It's called Cheers to the Years. We enter year number four in 2020 of this podcast, which will also include our 100th episode. That's going to be a real hoot and a holler. Don't have any big plans of what I'm going to reveal or who's going to be on or what that will entail, but you'll find out once you hear it. Episode 96 will be out in a couple of weeks or thereabouts. I'll tell you all about how I spent my holidays. And there you go right there. So once again, have a wonderful 2020. Happy, happy New Year to all of you. And as always, and above all else, wait for it. Wait for it. Make this a resolution you can keep. If you only make one, make this a New Year's resolution. Keep smiling.
Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. See you in 2020.